Welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs, where business expert and success coach Kelsey Matheson teaches you how to massively grow your business, navigate the mind drama that's holding you back, make more money, and acquire the skills and confidence to become unstoppable. my friends. This is Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs. I'm Kelsey Matheson, and this is episode number 32. So tell me, how is business? I'm super excited because I will be doing a new masterclass on the four steps to reaching $100,000 in your wellness business. And I'll be doing this live masterclass at the end of May and beginning of June. So I will put the links in the show notes for you to register. Please be there. I know many of you are listening in from all corners of the world, so it would be it would just be so amazing to connect with you directly during this class. So there are two time options. One is on May 31st at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and the second one is on June 2nd at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. So please double check when that is in your time zone. But those are the two options if you want to attend live. Look, bring your questions, get ready to take notes. It's all going to be so much fun, and I would love for you to be there. Okay, so today I want to talk about dragging old thoughts along with us on our journey as we build our businesses. So I am in the middle of a launch. I am formally launching and announcing my one-on-one coaching program called the Wellness Entrepreneur Accelerator. And I'll be launching it over the next few weeks. And I'm experiencing some mind drama. You know mind drama? (laughs) When your brain offers you thoughts that are keeping you stuck in the past. Look, as human beings, we've all experienced failure. We've all been through challenging times. But here's where I see so many women getting stuck. They define themselves and their future abilities by these past experiences, and they drag along the energy and the mind drama of those past experiences into their future. And what I'm noticing is that with this launch, I mean, and truthfully, with most of my past launches to some extent, is that I'm doing the exact same thing. So I want to consciously test a different approach so that I'm not dragging old thoughts into this launch with me. So first, what that means is that I have to look at my past failures as if they were perfect. And I don't mean in the perfectionism type of way, just they went down exactly as they were supposed to. There were no mistakes, just lessons for me to learn from. But there's no reason for me to wish that it all could have gone down differently than it did, because that's just a waste of emotional energy. So instead, I want to focus on my future. I want to look at how that focus can support me as I roll out this new launch. So I want you to think about this as you grow your businesses, as you promote your offers, and as you put yourselves out there. The future truly is yours for the taking, my friends. Look, you can tell when you're focused on the past because you will say things like, well, that's just how I've always done it. Or, well, that doesn't work for me. I've tried that already. Or, well, I've had this kind of issue my entire life. 
or this is just how I am. I'm not that kind of person who can do that. It's just not for me. Or I've always been X, Y, and Z. It's just who I am. Or I'm not very good at A, B, and C. If you find yourself saying those types of things, then you are being defined by evidence from your past. Evidence that your brain just loves to search for in order to prove that these terrible belief systems are factual, but they're not. Now look, it's important to learn from our past and grow from the mistakes that we've made, but we don't want to define ourselves by what we haven't accomplished yet, right? The past is over, my friends. You can't go back there and change it. And really, why would you want to? Your past has set you up to be the person that you are today, the entrepreneur you are today, the woman that you are today. And I mean the good experiences, the bad, the ugly, the challenging, the traumatic, the beautiful, you fill in the blank. They have all shaped you into the amazing human being that you are today. And it's also okay to say goodbye to what got you here and focus on your future and what's going to get you there. Okay, we know our thoughts create our results. It's not our circumstances. It's our thoughts. So the results of our past become our new circumstances. Do you see that? So Okay, as an example, let's say that I had a launch at the beginning of this year and my goal was to sign up 10 people to my mastermind program, okay? And let's say I ended up signing four people. So the thoughts, let's say, that I had at the time of that launch created my results of signing up four new people. But now that's in the past. It happened. It's a fact. I did a launch. I signed up four people. And now... That's a circumstance. It's not good. It's not bad. It's totally neutral. It's just a circumstance until I have a thought about that circumstance. So I can choose to think about it as a learning experience. I can choose to think about it as a win that helped me to grow my business. I can also choose to think about it as a failure. And I can choose to think about it as a failure in a positive way or a negative way, right? I can think about it in a way where... I tell myself that nothing works out for me or these things never go my way or it's so hard to reach my goals. Very different thoughts that will create very different emotions. So if I'm bringing thoughts from my past launches and those thoughts aren't serving me into my current launch, well, what do you think the outcome is going to be? So I was listening to Stacey Bayman's podcast and she had one of her clients on as a guest And they were talking about this exact thing. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, this is such divine timing because it was exactly what I needed to hear as I'm going into my launch cycle for my own business. And I'm working with my marketing manager on our launch plan and we're setting up email sequences and the invites for the webinars. And I'm doubling down on the video content I'm creating. I'm looking into ads. We're doing all the things. But what I realized is that I'm not doing the thought work that's necessary if I don't want to drag along old thoughts about past launches that are going to hold me back, right? And so I should mention that I say old thoughts, 
And maybe I shouldn't say old thoughts because they're thoughts I'm choosing to have currently, whether I've had them in the past or not. And my mentor, Brooke, says that there's really no such thing as an old thought. They're just thoughts you're choosing to think, right? Have you thought about them in the past? Sure. Are you choosing to think about them right now? Yes. So they're just current thoughts that you are choosing to think, and that's a choice. So as I'm heading into this launch, I'm sure that there are some emotions that need to be processed based on the thoughts that I'm choosing to think about my past launches, right? Am I blowing your mind a little bit here? Are you like, oh my God, Kelsey, what the hell are you talking about? You might have to listen to this episode over again, but it's okay. Just stick with me, right? Because this stuff will change your life. It will change your business. So I'm committing to do thought work, as we call it in my coaching school. I'm choosing to do the thought work every single day of this launch, and I'm going to continue to do it afterwards because I'm sure I'll be having some thoughts and some mind drama around this launch as it plays out. So what does that look like? Well, it means that I'll do some coaching, right, with my coaches and my peers, and it also means I'm going to do some self-coaching. And this is the work that you can do on your own as well. Like anytime, I recommend you do it daily. Although look, it's still more difficult for us to see how our own brains are trying to keep us small and safe. So coaching with an actual coach will definitely get you further faster. But self-coaching is very powerful as well, okay? And what that looks like is that every single day, I will do a thought download. So basically, I will write in my journal all the thoughts that I'm having about my launch or how things are going or the insecurities I'm having or the limiting beliefs that are surfacing. And I will write it all down in my journal. Okay. And then I'm going to look at what I've written and I'm going to pick out some of those sneaky thoughts that are in there that are holding me back. And it's not just about deciding to change them. Okay. Well, I need to change that thought. That definitely is a part of it. But more importantly, what I want to do is I'm going to unpack those thoughts and tap into the emotion that those thoughts are generating, right? So if I'm thinking these things, if I'm thinking that um, things never turn out the way that I want, how is that going to make me feel? Well, if I'm thinking right now, things never turn out the way that I want, The emotion that surfaces inside of me is discouragement. Like I feel discouraged. So then I'd get curious and ask myself, well, why am I feeling discouraged? How am I showing up when I'm feeling discouraged? When I'm feeling that way, am I dropping the ball? Am I self-sabotaging? What's happening in my business? What actions am I taking? What actions am I not taking because I'm feeling discouraged? So why bother anyway? right? There's a trickle-down effect. What energy am I bringing to the table when I'm feeling discouraged because I'm thinking, well, things never turn out the way that I want, right? Something else to ask yourself is, where does the discouragement live? In my body, right? Maybe I feel it in my stomach or my solar plexus or maybe even my shoulders or my neck, but get curious, tap into it. So what I plan to do is with every thought download and every limiting belief and thought that I can pull out of that thought download, I'm going to unpack it, right? And here's the most important part of all. I won't judge these thoughts or these feelings. I'll accept them. I'll embrace them. 
And look, accepting them doesn't mean, well, I guess then I'm just going to be discouraged for the rest of the launch. No, accepting just means bringing acknowledgement to those thoughts and feelings, recognizing that they're normal, that they're a part of who you are, that they're a part of being human, and that it's okay. And accepting that you are choosing to think those thoughts that are making you feel that way, and that it has nothing to do with the circumstances themselves, right? That's how you take your power back. That's also how you process the emotions that are surfacing. And the reason why they're surfacing is because they need to be acknowledged. They need to be nurtured. They need to be healed. And the more you try to resist those feelings, the more they'll persist and the more they'll fester. And that is not helpful, (laughs) let me tell you. And something else that I talk about with my clients in my mastermind for wellness entrepreneurs are the problems that you can anticipate. So I have a tool that I use with every single one of my clients called the business map. And it's literally a map that we use to guide us through each quarter of our business to reach our desired outcomes and to get closer to achieving our goals. And one of the questions that we answer in that business map is what are the problems that you can anticipate? Now, typically our brains want to go into all the problems with strategy or tech issues Or some people are like, oh my gosh, Mercury is going to be in retrograde during my launch or, (laughs) you know, or something happening out of the blue that's going to force you to pivot or look at things from different perspectives or, you know, something that you have to prepare for. What are the problems you might have to anticipate? And this is really a great question to ask yourselves because most entrepreneurs don't. Now, look, we can anticipate so many problems that will surface, but we can't anticipate all of them, right? But still, it never hurts to get your brain thinking about things from as many perspectives as possible and be prepared, right? So an example I love to use is the pandemic because I never anticipated the world shutting down the way it did back in March of 2020, but we can anticipate something like that now because we've experienced it. So the way we do business at Anamaya, for example, being a destination resort, is we prepare that that could happen again and what we would do, right? And what I really want to bring some awareness to with anticipating possible problems are things that are not related to strategy, okay? And an example that came up in Stacey Bayman's podcast that I thought was really interesting was haters, right? Anticipating haters. And that resonated with me because my husband just read the other day that some dude posted, I don't know, somewhere on social media that he hated my husband's character in the show from, and he thought he was annoying. (laughs) Look, you're not going to be able to please everyone all the time, but I mean, reading that isn't any fun, right? And on Stacy's podcast, her guest said that she received a really nasty email from a hater saying all these negative things about her and how she was running her business. So it made me think that not enough attention is being paid to the emotions that could potentially get triggered when we're doing things like launches, right? So let's take my launch, for example. If we put out ads and we expand our reach to a cold audience, to people who have never interacted with me, they don't know who I am, the chances of me getting nasty comments and haters coming out of the woodwork is pretty high, 
right? Everyone has an opinion, especially behind the safety of social media. So it would be incredibly beneficial for me to do the work ahead of time, to anticipate the haters, to anticipate that being a problem so that it doesn't derail me, so that I don't go, you know, spinning into self-doubt and feeling unworthy, right? Now, haters might not trigger some of you. Great. Then that's not a problem that you have to anticipate. But I know for me, that stuff can be pretty sensitive. It's a big trigger for me. I was bullied my whole entire childhood, even into my early 20s. I was a target for a lot of bullies. Every single grade and then even leading up into university, I was a target of bullying. And as soon as I get negative feedback or mean things said about me or anything that resembles what we typically call, you know, like the haters, it can be triggering for me. Now, look, I've done so much work on this over the years in therapy and coaching and all the things and my own my own work, energy healing. But there are always layers to these experiences. And the work is to process the emotions that surface as you peel back the layers, as you process, as you heal all of what surfaces. And the greatest news of all is that you have the ability to work on that stuff ahead of time. So why wait? If someone posts on your post or your video or your ad and is basically saying, hey, you suck, how do you think you will feel? What will your thoughts be about that? Will your brain see it as evidence of how you know, that's how you feel about yourself. There's a part of you that feels that way. Is there a small part of you that fears it's true? And then when they see it right there on like, let's say Facebook, it'll say, look, there's proof, right? I don't know what I'm doing. People don't like me. They're not interested in what I'm offering. Who the heck am I to be doing this anyway? Do you see how easy it is to go down the rabbit hole? So wouldn't it be more productive to work on all that stuff beforehand So if or when it does happen, you'll be better prepared. You'll have already done so much of the work and it won't derail you as much as it might have had you not done the work. Or maybe it won't derail you at all. Are you with me? Oh, this is so powerful. So, okay. Your question for today is this. Where in your business... Are you focused on negative things from your past that will inhibit your future growth? Let me say that again. So where in your business are you focused on negative things from your past that will inhibit your future growth? Take some time to journal about that. And I also want to shout out to Grateful Emily for the lovely five-star review. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Grateful Emily. (laughs) Grateful Emily says, I love Kelsey's upbeat, positive style. Realizing that mindset is everything allows entrepreneurs to accomplish amazing things. She tells us how to get the results we want through awareness, acknowledgement, and acceptance of the thoughts we have that will bring the results I want the most. Can't wait for the next episode. Yay. Thank you. Thank you so much for that lovely review. And thank you so much for everyone listening. Please join me for my new masterclass at the end of this month, beginning of next month. Again, the first time slot will be on May 31st at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And then the second one will be on June 2nd at 3 p.m. Eastern time. 
It's the same training on the four steps to making your first $100,000 in your business. I'm just offering it at uh, two different time options. So sign up, bring your questions. I would love to connect with you. All right. Thank you again for listening. Have a fantastic week. And I look forward to connecting next time. Ciao for now. Hey, if you'd like a weekly dose of motivation, inspiration, and actionable tips to grow your business while managing all the things, then you need to get on my email list. Just head over to KelseyMatheson.com to join my list. And while you're there, check out the awesome free content I give away. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share with other female entrepreneurs who need some love and support. And of course, if you haven't already, I would be so grateful if you subscribe, rate, and review my show on your favorite podcast player. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you next week.